And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about the many Saints of New York, Newark, and this is actually a Sopranos prequel uh, to a TV series. Now, this is something that I really find interesting is this is the first time I actually knew of a movie or a network deciding to do, instead of it doing like a sequel to a to a TV show or anything like that, they're doing a prequel to a TV series, which I find very interesting. If you didn't see my trailer reaction, you guys get to get see, go on and check that out on the channel itself. But let me just tell you this. I really love the trailer. It definitely has a Sopranos kind of feel to it. It has a Sorsese kind of feel to it. And, and like Charlie said earlier, too, and everything, it feels grittier. It feels a lot more violent than what the TV show actually is. But I'm going to go on ahead, open the floor up to him, and then after that I'll go on ahead and do my my thoughts on it. I mean, I think it's perfect that they got James Gandolfini's son to play young Tony Soprano, just, you know, passing the torch into honor uh, James Gandolfini because he was uh, he was awesome in The Soprano Show. But, yeah, it is just the feel of it, like this, the whole families that it just looks – I think this the movie might actually be better than the show, just, the, just from the feel of it, to be honest. I mean, I was a fan of the show – but that ending just left me on a really sour note. I'm hoping they actually kind of like, I know, I know how this is going to end up like in that, but I just, I got a, got a better feeling out of this one than I did the show. Cause I think the show kind of like you had it all and then you had your ending and you blew it. Like, it's like you had like a 23 lead and you blew it. But, uh, but no, the feel of it looks that, um, like, like it looks like it's it's really gritty. It looks like it's gonna have a lot of like intense like whacking, which is the part of the show I enjoyed of somebody getting whacked. But yeah, I I mean I thought the trailer was great. Like I said, I mean, in our earlier like another reaction we did for Sun Chi, this movie looks ten times better than Sun Chi, um, Legend of Ten Rings, and I'm like I think this movie could be up for Oscars. It definitely feels like an Oscar to contender, to be honest with you, especially the way things are filmed. And look at the camera angles, though. I definitely love the camera angles to each thing that actually resembles the time period in Tony's life, which makes it feel all that more believable because we can actually believe that it's taking place in the 1970s and everything. So that's something that I really liked about that it actually feels like a 1970s kind of style movie and everything too and i remember when a lot of people were talking crap because of the way that tony's son looked i'm like come on you're taking things out of context here without any uh any other context behind it because it's easy to judge a picture but it's another thing to see something that we haven't seen before before giving a natural opinion of something but to see the context and everything now and seeing that play out on the trailer, it works very well. And then having John Bernthal play Dickie Maltesati, which is uh, Christopher Maltesati's father, is just awesome to me. I think that he's going to be doing a really good job of that. And then, of course, you also have uh, Johnny Soprano, played by Ray Loretta, I believe. Oh, I'm not 100% sure on that. But we get to see Ray Loretta uh, in this uh, universe of David Chase has created for the prequel movie, which I thought was really great. Um, it's been a while since I saw Ray Loretta in anything that's actually gangster related. So it's just good to see him back and embracing this role, um, this type of genre, because it's 
uh, here's the thing. I love Ray Loretta. I like him in just about anything I can uh, spot him in. But I loved him in Goodfellas. And to see him in this kind of movie really fits in for him. Um, I do want to, like, like sorry to correct you, John, but actually it's not the uh, Burfinal that's playing um, Christopher Masani's dad. It's um, Alessandro Niviola is Dickie. Malasante. He's the, um, if you have nobody doesn't know who he is, he was in, um, I believe he played the brother in Face Off, um, uh, Castro Troy's brother, uh, or yeah, the, uh, not brother, um, cousin or the, um, the one that was dating, um, that was dating or had a relationship with the, uh, with Nick, um, Castro Troy's sister. Okay. Okay. Um, the guy, uh, Burfano is playing Giovanni Johnny Boy Sperano. Oh, shit. So he's the okay. dad. I think he's uh, Tony's dad. Okay, so that makes it even better to me yeah. playing Johnny Boy yeah. because that is his dad. Yeah, uh, that is Tony's father. So I would have been happy either way. To be honest mm -hmm. with you, I see him more of a Christopher look though to me, yeah. especially when you look at uh, the beak, which is, I'm mm -hmm. talking about his nose, <laughs> and you look at John Bernthal to me. That's actually father and son right there. But for him to play. Johnny Boy Soprano, I, I'm all for it. I think this is actually mm -hmm. really good for him to play that. And I also liked how Ray Loretta's like, keep your, keep my nephew out of the business. Keep my, mm -hmm. uh, keep him out of there. And also too, then we also get to see like little key things that were mentioned in season one, dealing with the ice cream truck. Remember, um, Del Cusimato. Hey, look, I used to, I here's the thing. I used to know a couple of people in the mob and everything too. Um, What's the name of the, this one guy that was in the mob? I can't remember his name. But he said that we, we stole an ice cream truck and everything. And I went on ahead and let him ring the um, ring the bell all the way through the town. Um, so that, they actually play off of that a little bit. And then also, too, we get into the whole entire deal where Tony uh, is basically learning how to hustle. And he starts putting stuff in this uh, speaker, in this uh this the speaker that they want him to sell. So I thought that was really good. Um, there's a lot going on in this trailer. It's like it's 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 like a very quick trailer, but everything there's a lot going on in it. So it's like hard to pick up what, what's actually going on because there's a lot of it's it's like boom 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 trailer's over. So it, it definitely feels like there's a lot of stuff from the Sopranos in it, but it's hard to figure out like what's happening because everything's happening so quick. Um, but that I is did, true. Like, yeah, I did like the ending though when they put the theme song in the in, at the end of the trailer. I thought that was a nice touch for it. Same here. I thought I thought it was a very nice touch to be honest with you. Because mm -hmm. I was like, okay, when most TV shows or movies or whatever, if it's a prequel, they might steer clear of doing the theme song to to it and everything since it's actually a prequel. Mm -hmm. But instead, they winded up putting it in at the very end, and I thought that was a very little subtle touch. To it to let you know this is a Sopranos universe. This is a Sopranos prequel show. Also, too, we see a very young, young Uncle June in this movie and his prime, which is the old man, which is uh, Junior Soprano. Uh, I really like the fact that I got to see him in there. And then also, too, Staciales, which is also the butcher shop. So we actually get to see, uh, see how they're actually operating stuff back in the day. Yeah. In the 1970s compared to where it was when Tony was running it. So... Yeah as a front. So I'm excited about that. But the thing that I wanted to mention is this. Um, I remember, remember when I just I told you about the ice cream truck about mm -hmm. that. Kuzumato is actually the person that Tony was talking to 
about John Gotti because he was at, he's Coos asked him, he said, did you know John Gotti? He goes, yeah, I know John. We, a matter of fact, we stole an ice cream truck and I made him mm. ring the bell in the neighborhood. So that was actually the gangster name that I was trying to think of earlier. And it mm -hmm. just came to me, but yeah, it was John Gotti is basically what, to is what Tony is saying. And he was telling that story. Nice. Um, but no, I mean, I thought it was an entertaining trailer. I mean, it did what it need to. It got you hooked, especially if you like, if you know you're a Soprano fan, you're going to be, you're going to want to watch this. And it's also, it's not just for the Sopranos fan, anybody like gangster movies, like you don't necessarily have to watch the Sopranos to understand what's going on in this movie because it's a prequel. And that's and they so it's giving you multiple avenues. And it's also going to be like one of those ones that's going to be released in theaters and on HBO Max. I don't know. I mean, I'm interested how this will do in the theaters because that's the question. Uh, I'm hoping it does decent, but since it's got that uh, the on like the on uh, on HBO Max too, that might kind of hit into its um, numbers a little bit. To be honest, right? Because here's the thing: we've seen how they run whenever you got the movie Entourage when it came out in theaters, and it didn't do well at the theaters. And no. I went out and supported it. Um, as a matter of fact, it crashed and burned in the theaters. And that That's came out in May, too. I think the problem was it came out in May. This one, this one's kind of like, I mean, the timing of it is not great. I'm just going to say because this comes out October 1st. It's got a week to do something, and then it's going to get blown out of the water, unfortunately, because No Time to Die comes out the following week. Right. And I'm sorry, anything going up against that, the 007 movie, because of all the hype for that one. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't recommend like releasing anything within that, like that within like either a week before No Time to Die and a week after, because like I said, that that movie's got so much hype for it. People are going to go want to go see that, and I think the, the only benefit for this is it's it's got that HBO Max like on on HBO Max and in theaters. But I think more people are going to watch this on HBO Max than they do in the theaters, but. I just know the oh. timing is just not great for it, just in terms of the optics. But no, uh, but here's the thing: in order for a movie to be nominated for an Oscar, it has to be shown in theaters. Mm -hmm. So, my thing is this: I'm thinking that this is just to get the Oscars, Oscar nomination. Yeah. To say, hey, look, we got a movie that's part of HBO that's also a prequel to The Sopranos, which was a hit TV series back in the uh, '90s mm -hmm. and everything. So we're going to try and capitalize on that by putting it in the theaters. We may not we may not make that much money, but we're still going to put it in the theaters anyways because we can get that Oscar nomination under our belts and everything too. And also another thing though too is I think that the Sopranos fan, if they actually do go out and support this film, they would probably want to watch they're probably watching it within the first week and yes, it might not even make number 1 at the box office. Yeah. But after that, you're going to see it decrease mm -hmm. because that hype is dead. Yeah. And then it makes room for 007 to come in. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I mean, I'm not rooting for this to fail at all. I'm, no, just, no. I'm just thinking of the optics because um, the, every, a lot of people have been waiting for the – I mean, I'm not the only one that's been super hyped for the new James Bond movie. I've Thank been you. hyped for it since April uh, of last year because that was supposed to be like – or even before then because – you know, Craig's last outing. There's so much hype for it, and it's coming out in the in October, like the second week in October. Nothing else is out around that time. 
So that's why I just don't, I don't think I like the optics for this because it's coming out right before it's like, you don't want to release stuff. Like when the dark Knight came out, you don't want to release stuff a week, a week before is okay, but just know it's going to kill you the next week. Like, so right. I, I think bond's going to be at least an 80, $90 million opening weekend to be it, pending. If pandemic is calm down, we don't know in the fall. Um, but I get, I just think the optics for it like that that's why i'm li- i like that it's on hbo max as well so again, i don't even know how they determine the numbers have had to, if it's a success or not if it's a streaming because there's been a lot of times it's kind of hit it's kind of hurt it in the terms of the theaters when they release something just straight on theaters and hbo max like um uh, uh the uh, that's why fast nine did so well at the box office because it wasn't harpened by the, the same day streaming right but but i feel like this i'm not saying that you're trying to celebrate you know i'm not i'm not trying no, to no, no. And I'm I, not, I know i know i know uh but you know i'm here's the thing that i'm thinking though i mean i'm just thinking outside the box a little bit mm-hmm. just to get the oscars underneath their belt they're gonna just gonna go on and put it out there but also too i'm a sopranos fan we yeah. all saw the sopranos on tv it would be kind of different to watch this in a theater versus on a TV. Yeah. But here's the thing. Those shots that are on camera that we saw in the trailer, it would actually hard to be visual uh, for us to visualize some of those shots on a smaller screen compared to the big screen. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised that they actually support it on both ends, but still not a big window. When you think about when you have James Bond coming in. Yeah. That's why I'm saying the first week, it's going to do well. Mm-hmm. That second week, it's going to drop drama- dramatically. Yeah. And everything. That's what I'm getting at, is the fact I know that uh, it's going to drop, no matter what, what it is. You know? this Even though there's huge, huge Soprano fans mm-hmm. and everything that will support this film and will go out to the theaters and support it, it doesn't matter how many Sopranos fans you have. You have ten times the number of what James Bond fans versus Sopranos fans, mm-hmm. and that number is going to drop. And that's me coming from a Sopranos fan. Do I want this movie to do well at the box office for more Definitely. than a week? I do yes. too. Yeah. But, but the reality and the rationalization over it, it's going to wind up dropping probably sixty to fifty, to maybe sixty to fifty percent from the first week, and then Bond come, That's because Bond drop comes in. And goes all over, um, goes all over uh, the many kings of New York, many saints of New York, Newark. So that's just my perspective on it. I mean, it doesn't have much competition, though. Just looking at what's coming out, like they got two kid movies. <laughs> um, you got Hotel Trans- Transylvania, Transformia. Which uh, doesn't even have um, any, uh, not any, uh, Adam Sandler. He's not even in this one. It's a sequel. And then you got The Adams Family 2, another animated movie. Yeah, the animated movie for that wasn't even that great, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. If I had to pick between which one would actually beat The Sopranos, and even though Adam Sandler's not playing in Hotel Transylvania, I'm going to have to go with Adam's Family, would probably the one that would beat out the many uh, Saints of Newark, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, if anything. But 
like I said, I can still see this movie dropping drama dramatically once uh, we have 007, No Time to Die. Yeah, and then the following week after No Time to Die is Halloween Kills. Right, and we already know that's going to be a box office smash, no matter it's what. Like, yeah, it's like right before Halloween. It's like if if not, it's close to it. But I mean that, and then yeah, and then there's a Matt Damon, uh, uh Ben Affleck movie too, released on the fifteenth. So it's <laughs> there's there's stuff out there in October. It's just not that weekend. So it's got to do really well that weekend. Um, I'm pretty sure if it does, if it got great reviews, that seems like an Oscar worthy movie. And I could see them, you know, being the, the Oscars being like, oh, we got to get we got to make up because we, we we weren't we weren't given the opportunity to give James and Alfini any Oscars because, well, um, his show is a TV show and we don't do TV shows. I think if there's any chance of it, like I said, if it does well and it gets great reviews, I could see that being a potential Oscar movie. But I don't know. I mean, apparently the Oscars don't even know what they're doing anyway. So but no. um, and it comes out in October. So it's a good time frame. To, to get into that buzz so we'll see um but then again it's just it it's it's gotta it's make or break that weekend if it's gonna do well at the box office agreed but i still say that it's gonna drop 60 to 50 percent on that next weekend when a bond comes out that's no that's no joke right there no um i'm not rooting for this to fail at all i want it to succeed i just me too like, like you said realistically it's not good optics exactly remember them are talking <laughs> <laughs> but anyways i think that was everything i wanted to cover within the trailer and everything i definitely like the trailer i like the wide angle shots i really do feel like this is actually in uh new jersey and also too i like the statuary's um butcher shop being back in it again uncle jr in his prime uh john bernthal as johnny boy soprano uh, everything about this screams Sopranos for me. And mm -hmm. if it screams Sopranos, I'm all in, you know? So that is my thoughts on what I think about this new trailer. I think it looks fantastic. I like the ending of the trailer with the music, but what's your final thoughts on it? I mean, I mean, I'm excited. Like I said, I want to see how I, I want to see what the, like the prequel to this, how it works out. And I think it's, I mean, it's got everything going for it. It's got you got James Gandolfini's son playing a young Tony Soprano, uh, Soprano, and I think he's, I think he's going to nail the part. I mean, just from the trailer alone, I like the the casting they have for this. Um, I'm interested that Vera Farmiga plays his mom. Um, um, she's very hit or miss for me. So, well, because she's always known for playing um, uh, the Conjuring movies, she's always that. So it's it would be interesting to see her play. Uh, a gangster mom, in a sense, oh. or like, the yeah, her playing Livia is definitely going to be different. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, the closest that I can actually come to, as far as a gangster type mom, or maybe a mom on the edge, in a sense, is when she was in Bates Motel. Yeah, so I don't know how 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 impactful she will be in this movie. She just might be there, and this might be the fathers and the the, uh, the guys taking over. Um, again, I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna go, but um, um, I'm intrigued. But I, I love the other castings, like like John, like John Burfinal. I think he's gonna be great. I mean, it, I mean, I'm interested to learn more about these characters. Um, Same. And the because, bad taste, bad taste right. out of my mouth from the from the finale. <laughs> I understand. A lot of people didn't like that finale and everything else too. To be honest with you, um, I was in that category as well. Mm -hmm. 
but then I found out too recently, David Chase just wanted you to be able to make your own ending rather than to um, him give us our own closure. Uh, um, I like more of the justice and the more of the fine print, like boom, 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 end point, story's over. I don't like, like, it, so very rarely do I, I, I like, I like the choose your own adventure stuff. Cause if like, I mean, if you had me like invest in all these characters and then leave it up and then have the ending that way and leave it up to me, I'm like, no, come on. We're, we've invested so much in these characters and yet you're going to do that. Like, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of a, not a great move to be honest for me. Cause I like justice. I like closure. I don't like this open-ended stuff, especially on a series finale. I think that's like the worst way to go. Right. I, I totally agree with you on that and everything too. Um, but yeah, I here's the thing too. I like to know, um, I think we're going to dive into more of the stuff that Tony talks about Melfi with, with some of the stuff that he did in his childhood and things like that and dive more into that. So I'm even more excited about that. So um, is there anything else that you want to mention? No, I think that was okay. about it. All right, so that's going to do it for the show. I know this is kind of short and everything, but I figured this is a good way to get all our points across because we didn't, well, um, before and everything, Charlie wasn't able to join me or anything like that. So I wanted him to get be able to get his points across. And then also, too, I didn't really feel like I did uh, myself justice inside the trailer reaction itself to be able to get my points across. So I figured this would be a great way to do a little short trailer review of the many uh, Saints of New Newark. Tell me what you guys think about the many Saints of Newark and everything in the comments below. Did you like The Sopranos? What didn't you like about The Sopranos? Tell me below. Go on ahead, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Another thing too, go on ahead, follow me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook underneath the same name on Instagram and on Pinterest. If you want to donate to the show, just go to gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast and then of course tomorrow night at eight o'clock central time nine o'clock eastern six o'clock pacific time we are doing our loki after show so make sure that you guys go on and stay tuned for that and then um then after that you guys can go on ahead and follow me over at uh, movie lovers unit on twitter and then underneath the same name on stereo we do a couple of shows here on on movie lovers unite on stereo at movie lovers unit and then, of course, if you are a sponsor and you would like to go on ahead and sponsor us, just go on ahead and email me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. And those are all the places that you can reach me at. Always until next time. Thank you again, Charlie, for joining me as always. And until next time, bye-bye. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audio books, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs another thing too guys that's not all they have they also have 
They also have finish. If you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless.